Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Griggs, here with the super producer, the ever accommodating ass McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good, my man. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Glad to be here. Absolutely. I've been watching CNA like the rest of the world, but this is the Super Duper Podcast. Again, I'm Rob Griggs, your host. Thank you for listening to us. We do not take your listeners lightly. Shout out to our listeners and friends. Bonjour uh, to the people all over the country and everybody that checks us out on a regular basis. We really appreciate you guys. Make sure you uh, like, subscribe, leave us a review as well on wherever you, on whatever platform you listen to the Super Duper Pod. You can also check us out on Instagram at SuperDuperPod, S-U-P-A-D-P-A-P-O-D. Shout out to all the Bitcoin traders that hit me up. I uh, appreciate your likes and your request for my ambassadorship. Uh, and also, you can find us online at hp53productions.com for our merch. Um, also, more content on, on the HP53 website, such as the Father Good Podcast with Kenny Stevenson and on Monster Givens, and also as with the Easy Smoke and GM podcast. So I'm sure you guys talked about the All-Star game this week, right? Uh, that was most of the show. We talked about uh, all the happenings at All-Star Weekend. Smoke was so, smoke was in the house. And wasn't he? Wasn't he? He was all over the place, Jack. He was, he was there for all three nights. So, uh, so yeah, we got his perspective on uh, what happened All-Star Weekend. So well, good stuff. Well, all, all I know is that slam dunk contest was Basuda. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. That was a, that was, was a tough pretty, watch. It, it, you know what? It really should just be if you don't make it your first attempt. That's it. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's not the same when you keep missing it and missing it. And it, and it, to me, the theatrics. Like I thought about, it. I was like, Vince Carter just walked up there and dunked. You know what I'm saying? He he literally did nothing but duck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't pull out nobody. I think they the only reason he had Tracy McGrady because like they that was part of the rules. Like you had to have a dunk with someone else. That's literally the only reason Tracy McGrady was out there, man. And it's crazy because I see these dunks on Instagram that are sick. And I'm wondering, are these dunk, are these rims low? Because these guys are doing like in the air, throwing it in their legs, catching it with their offhand, not even watching. I'm like, now true, they you the, probably go ahead. It's a lot of ball players out there that you they know, can dunk, but can't ball. Play, yeah. You, you yeah. play team ball, they 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 can't do nothing, but they can dunk. Yeah. <laughs> so actually Stephen A, we talked about it on the show. Stephen A. Smith brought up a uh an idea where players sponsor uh um that a dunker dunkers. that's not in the league. Huh. And you know, the winner, you know, they get a million dollars and the NBA player gets a million dollars for his favorite charity. You know, something that works. Cause because you like just got that. I'm with you because I think because again, these guys are on their so, so this is his point. The NBA players, I feel like it's a different stress for them. It's like their rep is on the line, like their career is on the line. Just don't go, you're not on the line, but you know what I'm saying? It's like it takes a big, yeah, yeah, all these guys yeah, yeah. look or like, you get, like trash. Or, or you get, uh, you get uh, branded as a dunker. Right. You and know? that's it. If you, you look get, at even DK. Zach Levine to this, to this day right now is branded as, 
you know, he's a dunker and obviously he's coming out of that now. Sure. People are seeing that he got, he's got skill, but yeah. he's just a dunker or Aaron Gordon is just a dunker, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, that. that's part of it. Yeah. And also to, get to like that idea, guys can get a look, maybe somebody look at them and go, Hey man, you should be in the league. You know what I'm saying? We should call you up. That might yeah, be a good idea. Absolutely. Cause, some, Cause somebody, I mean, it'd be like some five, eight guys, five, nine guys doing incredible dunks, man. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, it, it's just these guys are trying too hard, man. And it's it's like going out of days, like you say, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. That 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 competition was insane. It's just yeah. like they had to make them stop dunking. It was yeah. like every they just kept pulling them out, man. It was crazy. But you know, we talked about this before. I'm a big fan of the NBA All Star Weekend. Uh, shout out to my kids because like, I forced them to watch it, and I got uh, little complaints. You know, what I'm saying very minimal complaints, I should say. But I mean, it, it was, was actually to, it was actually a good it was game. great game, man. Yeah. Listen, Steph, Steph, Steph. It was funny because I was watching the, the uh, broadcast on TBS with Chuck and them uh, yeah. doing doing the uh, color commenting commentary, yeah. and they were like, they talked to Steph. He said, "Yeah, I was chilling in the first quarter. But I'm gonna turn it up when I come back." And when he came back, he just was like, not missing. And like they showed the one a picture of when he turned around when he threw it up in the air. The yeah. ball was at his highest apex. He, my man, had already turned around and walked away. And I'm like, y'all, I just want to be that cold. As something in life. <laughs> you know what I mean? You said Dog. And just as something in life. You know what I'm saying? Just like my man threw it up. It's it's at the highest point and he gone. Just like and, and did that more than once, man. It's like these <laughs> this guy's insane. So I yeah. like the one where he talked to the crowd. Did it did that go in? Did it did it go in? <laughs> it's like wow, Steph. Wow, yeah, yes. Yes, with it. Yo, and shout out, shout out to my listen. Okay, of course, the 75th anniversary. The NBA was this weekend. Shout out to Michael Jordan just being the true OG of OGs because apparently he wasn't there in the beginning. He was at the Indy 500 because he had two cars in uh, Daytona. 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 Sorry, Daytona 500. Then he came back and it's and it's like having to see old drunk Uncle Mike. Yeah. (laughs) It's just listen. You know, shout out to my mentor KG. He does the same thing. Like they about the same age. They just run up on you, hug you, man. They're like it's a tackle, but it's a it's a hug of love. You know what I mean? It's like everybody's looking for Mike. The crazy video is the MJ and uh, Magic Johnson video, right? Yeah. You saw that? That's hilarious to me, man. Yeah. I I sort of of ventured back to my childhood. I was so giddy when I was waiting to see, is he going to be there? Is he there? Is he there? He couldn't miss that, dog. Just to see him there. Well, a bunch of guys did. You know? I mean, let's let's talk. Well, Scotty missed it. Scotty wasn't there. Larry wasn't there. Listen, he was going to get murked by... uh, MJ's guys, MJ walked in like a mob boss. You know, Scotty didn't want no ninja stars with a two three in his chest. He, that's why he come street clothes. I'm sorry, I keep saying the same wrong. Anthony Davis just wasn't gonna show because he know he shouldn't be on that list. He got a Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard spot, man. Um, but who else? I mean, everybody else just showed it up like there was a witness protection. But I mean, it was st- <laughs> still like. Why wouldn't you come to this? You know what I'm saying? Of, of all, I, like Steve Nash, well, I, I kind of get. You know, who knows? Maybe. Uh, well, Steve Nash probably. You know, he. Yeah, he's, he's break, on the All Star break, man. Yeah, and that's that's his. That's been a tough team he's coaching, um, and they've lost what eleven of their last twelve or whatever, whatever Damn. the number is. And it, um, he don't want to answer questions. You no, know, it's about still we still in COVID, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to wants to forget that, but you know that's probably why Bill Russell wasn't. But you know, Bill Russell is always at these events. Yeah, he's like, that's probably true. why. Yeah, let me, you know, I'm 90 years old. Let me, let me chill. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that was, you know, 
teach us all, but it was cool to see those guys, you know, all those guys together. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's an amazing sight there. It was cool to see Dennis come out. Yeah. And, uh, and rocking, rocking a bull's hat, man. And it's, it's, again, it's just, you look at the legacies of these guys and it's like, you know, when we watched it a few uh, 25 years ago, you know, a lot of these players, the older ones, like, I don't know those guys. But now it's like, man, I remember you and you and you and you, you know what I'm saying? And now you see these future dudes and just, you know, you think about the guys going to be on the list. Like, like for example, a guy like Steph, you know, even when he came in the league, you didn't think he was going to be this guy. Just that's just no, the truth. No, Nobody saw no. this coming. Nobody saw this coming. There were a lot you know, of people so, that said what he did at Davidson, he no way he can he could duplicate the NBA. That's and, just and, and it's he not smashed possible. the league. It's, it's yeah. his league. Yeah. Like it, it just is like LeBron is just great. He's just a great player because he can he can withstand any change. But this is steps like this is he made this what this is, man. So shout out to the NBA. I mean, they did a I think they did a great job this weekend. And but I will say every time Saturday is whack, like in this morning, Saturday actually wasn't whack. The three-point contest was great. Everything else is pretty cool. It's just that skills challenge was, eh, and then the dunk contest was trash. But usually when the dunk contest is trash, the game is fantastic. So this was a great exactly. game. That's that's what happens. That's what happens. I don't know if you ever noticed. Dunk contest is, is like, the game is usually pretty great. So okay. I was actually I took your word for that. I was happy that, uh, now I will say some people felt, they they would that the uh, NBA All Star game snuck up on them, but it's because the Super Bowl was so late. You know, usually you got you got Super Bowl talk for a good week. We exhaust that completely, and then it's on to the NBA. But you know, we should talk about Joe Burrow and uh, the parade for the Rams, and all of a sudden, like, whoa, NBA All Star game is going to be here. But it was a great week to be a sports fan. So for more sports information, make sure you check out the Easy Smoke and GM podcast. So as it's me and you today, sir, and a few things we'll talk about in the news, man. So the question for you is, when you order your food, do you prefer delivery or do you like to carry out? Which one are you? I'm a I'm a carry out. Same here. I like, man. I like to go pick up my my food. I don't See, mind my, I don't mind delivery. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, if it, if it's close by, I I just go get it. Yeah. See, I don't trust delivery for some reason. It's not like everything anything's ever bad has happened to me. With a delivery situation, I just feel like my food won't be as hot as it would be if I just pick it up myself. Yeah, because they shout out to they're go gonna make so many stops in the you know in between. Yeah. You know, yeah. I might not be first. Yeah. And, and shout out to shout out to the time fiesta. They taught me how to call and then start driving. You know what I'm saying? You you don't call and wait. You, you call on the way. You know what I'm saying? Because you might be early. Yeah. And you pick it yeah. up, get it and gone. So yeah, it was a story on CNN about the actual restaurant business don't like delivery. So of course, delivery became a, a, a huge thing during the pandemic because we really couldn't go anywhere, right? And so, we, I mean, not just food was being delivered. I mean, everything was being delivered, your groceries, your, you know, Amazon was blowing up. I mean, stuff was getting delayed just because it was so many people across the world, the world ordering things for delivery. Now, of course, uh, with restaurants, they uh, the delivery portion digs into their thin margins because they have to pay a third party source, you know, DoorDash, all these other companies to deliver their food. Um, and so now with the restaurants, it becomes an issue because they have to handle the in-store customers and the deliveries. Now, the, I, the delivery numbers have gone up despite the easing of dining restrictions, you know, across the country and here in Chicago on the 28th masks and what proof of vaccination are going to be no more. Pandemic which, is over. 
which makes zero sense. So shout out to that Omega, that old, that Omega variant that's gonna be here, yo. Take I off guess, your arm and your I, eyesight. I guess it's over now. Huh? Yeah, hikes. Uh, but since those uh, restrictions are being eased, delivery numbers are still going up. Because I think people got used to just like you know, I'm being just able to get my food. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, you know, they know it's it ain't no thing. I'm just you know. I've just been trained to go get my own food, but you know, I understand why people don't like get it delivered. Now, uh, here's the thing, man. Third parties were charging up to 30% of delivery fees. So like you order a burger for $6 and it costs $35 to get to your house. Right. So 30, you know, that's crazy that those fees are so uh, high. That, that helped cut me out of uh delivery for <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with I was you. like, you know what? Yeah, I can, I can make that trip. That ain't, that yeah. ain't no, yeah. That much so, money, yeah, I can I can do that myself. Cause at, cause at a certain point, it's like this, this is this isn't really a benefit to me, right? right. It's, it's more right. cost prohibitive. Right. City started capping fees, and third parties are now providing restaurants with lower fees and services. So I guess instead of just having this one package of you're gonna cut us in this much, and then that's that. They're giving them tiers. Now, but something that I think about: what if the third party delivery service gets messed up? There was one instance where I think it was—I don't remember the company if it was Uber Eats or DoorDash—but you know, if their their drivers get sick or get hit with the Omarion variant or whatever new variants will come up since we're easing these restrictions, then of course now the restaurant is now backed up and have to now fulfill all these delivery orders some other way, and they're probably paying a higher premium because it's a last-minute situation. So, you know, according to the story, restaurants don't really like delivery. Um, which, you know, I guess you don't think about as a consumer, you just, you know, Hey, y'all get me my food, whatever, how y'all deal with it from, from, from their business standpoint, it's not good for them. So some solutions that the story again, from CNN brought up was, you know, create some opportunities where the delivery is separate from the restaurant operations. Um, the pandemic prompted some change to set up an online concept specifically for delivery. So Applebee's launched the cosmic wings, uh, for specialty wings, like some Cheeto flavored wings, that's different from the restaurant, right? So it's like, they know this is all for delivery. And that way it doesn't affect the actual restaurant. Cause think about it, right? If you, if you work in that day, everybody happens to come in, but you got to deal with these orders. That's probably why service is so bad. And also now people are, you know, the, the food industry is finding less uh, people to help and work on these days. Uh, the owner of Chili's and Maggiano's Little Italy, they're owned by the same company. They just set up a Just Wings and a Maggiano's Italian Classics. So those are also just built only for delivery options, right? So that just helps them separate the, oper the restaurant operations versus the delivery operations. This is also forcing companies to have better drive-throughs and easier pickup become better options. So, you know, before, I have noticed this to be honest, because I used to hate going to drive-through, like shout out to my dad when I was younger. He just would like pull up and go in because the line and the drive through would be crazy long. Like where was a Popeye's on a Sunday? So, I mean, you know, that's black folks. That's a black folks staple come from church. But, Popeye's, man, that Popeye's drive through line is ridiculous sometimes. It's, it's, it, oh, my God. It's, but people just but, be in it, man. But I found I've gone in times and you wait just as long inside because they're working on all those orders. So, it yeah, actually don't really matter. It may yeah. seem it may seem better because you get your order placed. Yeah. But you stand it in there for, for just as long long as you would if you were in the drive. So yeah, I had a niece that had a job at a KFC and uh she told me straight up, she's like, No, we take care of the drive-through orders first. 
Yeah. If you come in and come in, you going for Donna, you gonna have to wait because we gotta take care of this line outside. So once she told me that, I was like, well, it's might as well do drive through. But now restaurants are re- rethinking their layouts for easier pickups. Like, duh, she thought this before. Uh, Taco Bell and Burger King are adding more lanes. So shout out to McDonald's for having the two lanes already. You know what I'm saying? Uh, depending on which one you go to, it's this one on 119th and Western. They got two lanes out, out there. And think about the delivery uh, delivery drives up the prices of food so they can make a profit. That's the, you know, the restaurant themselves. Now this coupled with inflation might cause consumers to choose some different options. Like I'm going to just click at the crib because, you know, inflation tearing us up. Now you're going to, you're going to up the price on my delivery food. Cause again, yeah, we know y'all got to get a profit, but doggone, I might just hit the young Aldi and like uh, my mom used to say, we, I can make a burger better than McDonald's. My kids might start hearing that. I can make chicken better, <laughs> better than Popeye's. Sit down. Um, this has become a real squeeze on the economy, man. What you, what you think about that is this whole delivery thing and how it's affecting the economy? Well, how the, how it's been affected by the economy? I think it was, a, like I said, great thing for for the pandemic. And it, mm-hmm. at, you know, when it, when it first started, I don't think. You know, I don't think we were getting taxed as much as the consumer. No, no. Uh, with the with the delivery charges, um, and I don't think the uh, the delivery companies, the the Ubers, the the DoorDashes, the Grubhubs, I don't think they were taxing the restaurants like right. that at, at first. But then I think they saw what this was generating, mm-hmm. and then it became. You know they 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 were able to, to to up their prices, so it's hurting the hurting the restaurants, uh, which which mostly are small businesses, right? Yeah. Um, and and hurting the consumers, you know, because the consumer is getting you know, uh, getting getting taxed on the on on the back end there, or is that the front end? Whatever it is, on so, on some on one of the ends, got gotcha. yeah, on one of the ends, yeah. So <laughs> so yeah, uh, so yeah, it's it's you know. It's unfortunate that, that that that's the case, but hey, if it's if it's driving us to go and like I said, I'm I'm cooking more often now just because of uh of the prices. You see, I mean, you're seeing the 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 uh, uh the prices go up. You're seeing that inflation everywhere now. Yeah, man. Uh, even in the grocery store, uh, you go to the grocery store now, man. It's you see some wild prices there, man. Well, Get to the checkout this? line, like whoa. Wait a yeah. minute! I did, I did. I only got three bags, and I spent three hundred dollars. What's going on here? Yeah, this I know the Lord working on me, man. Because uh, you know, speaking of inflation, everything is expensive. But I saw a box of cocoa pebbles in the store on sale, bro, for two dollars, and I was like, "Let me get them." Yo, I had to leave them. I was like, "Nah, that's <laughs> the devil, man." I said I was gonna leave these alone, Jack. Two dollars. Now I'm trying to get right, you know uh, what I mean? Because I could eat a box of cocoa pebbles in a day, bro. Stomach hey, nothing, hurt. man. Hey, nothing better, man. Man, dog. You know what I'm saying? Nothing hit like a bowl of cereal. Let them let 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 soak in the milk for a Ooh. little bit. Oh, man. But but here's my take on this stuff, man. Like, this is the classic, uh, I think, the classic process of evolution, right? And, you know, I know people hate the government, but this is kind of when the government has to step in, you know, and, and, and make things right. Because they talked about some cities put a cap on these um, th- these fees that these third party people were, were putting on there because it was going to get out of control. And, and, at, and at a certain point, you know, 
for the most part, a business owner, their main goal is to get profits for their company. They're not worried about the ripple effect, how this affects the economy if their bottom line is getting right reached. I mean, you know, they should, but, you know, they got to keep a business open depending on how it's going. And I feel like, you know, on one hand, I hope the municipalities can kind of make this make sense for everybody because, again, delivery works for so many reasons. You never know, like, you know, when people were had COVID and had to had to be isolated, you know, if they can't go to the store or they don't want to risk getting people sick, delivery is the best option, right? And you don't want to overly tax people. But also, again, the good that's coming out of it, better uh, processes with drive-throughs, um, you know, things that are delivery on. Like, there's a Buffalo Wild Wings Go like Go that I saw here. That's that's specifically for just pickup orders and leaving. Like, I think that's that's an ideal option. You know, you you saw that before, like in the actual restaurant, it'd be the smaller window they have, like somebody just the intern working that section, but it's still like to have it its own special thing. I think it's just, again, how we, we, we have a problem, we solved it. And hopefully in a few years time, like, you know, I'm sure the chipmunks, all they'll know is this is the delivery option over here, or we go down and at the restaurant. Um, so, so, you know, I'm just glad that they're getting this worked out. But again, I'm still going to be picking up my pizza on my own. I do not mind driving again. I, I get there early, pay for my money. I'm sitting right here with a piping hot pizza, burning my hands. I love, I love that feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, second thing, man. So we got to talk about it is because if you have not turned on your TV, or you have not turned on anything on social media, you would be very aware that Russia has plans uh, to invade Ukraine. Uh, according to CNN, the U.S. has issued a warning to the Ukrainian government that the latest intelligence points to Russia imminently launching a full-scale invasion. Uh, U.S. and Western officials are familiar with this matter. The U.S. intelligence assessment come as foreign leaders and top U.S. officials are warning about an imminent attack and say that Russian troops are moving into the pro-Moscow region of eastern Ukraine. Uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken said in an interview on ABC News on Wednesday that while he couldn't give specific, everything we've seen over the last 24 to 48 hours has Russia of putting on the final touches on having its forces in place across all of Ukraine's borders, Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison said at a media briefing in Australia, which occurred Tuesday evening Eastern time, that Russia is at peak readiness to now compete a full-scale invasion of Ukraine. Why does this matter? Because, folks, you know, America and Russia are large superpowers, and America's like, hey, guys, leave, it, leave, leave them alone, right? Leave them alone. And Russia's like, well, what you going to do if we don't? And, you know, you can't you can't get bluffed because once they do that one thing and say, well, you just you didn't move on that one. I'm gonna flex on this, right? So the US has to play like, well, I mean, I just can't let you punk me. I might have to throw a hand or you know, really like puff out my chest. And then if Russia's like, well, look, oh, that's what we own. I was hoping you say that. And now we gotta shoot out in the street. AKA another world war which we are trying to avoid so, so that's why this matters and that's why this is uh big news you know i know people a lot of times people see the news and like i don't want to hear this no more you got to pay attention to this because you know this is the beginning of something we don't know what it is and we hoping it's just a a flex 
you know, we hope it stops at Ukraine. Hope it doesn't actually hope it doesn't happen at all in Ukraine. But all signs are pointing toward uh, Russia invading Ukraine, man. And I know as we talked about it before we started recording, it's just everywhere on the news, man. And you know, you don't you don't know what this move means or what this move brings. So is there anything late? Is there anything you've seen lately on the news popping up while we're recording? Well, like like you just said, though, it's as small as it seems right now. Yeah, this thing can blow up real quick. Mm-hmm. Real quick. So, uh, so yeah, definitely, definitely, you know, just you know, read up on it, you know, watch and you know, learn about what's you know, you know, what this is about. Yeah. Uh, but this 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 can turn into something really ugly. And the thing is, I mean, militarily, what can uh, the U.S. and the NATO forces do? Right. At this point here. At this point, right. And, and, and that's uh, the game. They've, they've, you know, put up sanctions and uh, I guess they're, uh, uh, they're, 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 they're taxing the oligarchs that are in, uh, that are in Russia. I don't know what that's going to, you know, I guess if they, if they don't, they don't have all their money, they, they, they get mad and they go to Putin. I don't, I don't know if that, if, so, so folks, that, so folks that's if you, how that works. If you watch billions, that's Grigor and billions. Continues, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. But this, this, you know, uh, you may look at it and say, "Ah, this doesn't, you know, this doesn't affect me." But it and does. It it does. it does, or it will. You know, it, what I mean, at some point, yeah. yeah, yeah, it will. You know, Dr. Williams always tells us to be a student of the world, and this is again that you know we will be like, "Why we got? Why these gas like this? Or why it's like that?" Because they fighting a war over there, man. And that's the thing, you know, and. The U.S. is, again, where we talk about the presidency is not an easy job because these are just these are very sensitive decisions that have to be made. And you can't just make them lightly. Right. It can't be let's just go over there and tell Putin we ain't doing nah because uh, Putin ain't they kind of do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause, like, well, here's the deal. You know, if you if you come uh, trying to bum rush Russia, who's their ally? Right. China. China. Oh, that's more. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it. Yeah, so and now and now and now we in that thing for real right you know what i'm saying right right and, and this ain't you know i was thinking about this earlier you know now the technology has advanced bro one on one on what kind of things either side have like america might have some stuff like damn y'all gonna use that on right, them jeez right, right. wow y'all and then this fast you know so, um uh and you're mad if you you know you ever been to europe no, I have not. I, I, I definitely want to get to Europe, man. I didn't realize how um, how close everything is. Yeah, it's like New England, right? Right, right, right. Mm. We uh, a couple years ago, the Bears played the Raiders in London, right? Right. That same weekend, the Blackhawks played in. Um, damn, where did they play? Uh Maybe the Czech Republic. Okay. You you trying to go to the Czech Republic? Well, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Not that. Long story short, it was like an hour flight from London. Wow. So it was people that went to both. They were able to go to the ah, Blackhawks game gotcha. and they go to London. You know what I'm saying? You think, you know, you know, all these places. I we went to while we were in, in uh while we were in London, we took a two hour train. Paris, and we right? were in Paris. Yeah. 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 We went, we went to Paris for a day. So everything in Europe is just so, so close together. So you go and mess around with Russia. They're going to go, you know, 
mess around with the rest of Europe, and you know, yeah, that's that's that that's a problem, you know. And I know, you know, we had the Gulf War and other recent wars here, but it's like, you know, you think about like World War and Vietnam, it felt like it was so long ago, but, you know, still feeling the effects from there. Like my dad's best friend was in the Vietnam War and my dad was sick in the hospital. We, you know, he was just there talking and he started talking about the war. He just busted out crying as if he had just left, you know what I'm saying? Because it was still like affecting them, man. So, you know, this is a, a time that, you know, we we take this very seriously. Again, uh, CNN is always a good source. I talked about this a few episodes. You know, super duper power. We gonna give you what you can, but also verify us with the verified source. So go to check out CNN or MSNBC. Don't go to Fox News. Uh, that I will say. But the other two, NBC, right? I said MSNBC. No, no, you can go to Fox News. Actually, you go to Fox News for this one. Well, not even for just, not even just for the for the news content, just to see what they're talking about. You know. Yeah. Different perspective. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate that, Ass. Hey, I was right. The game was in Prague, Czech Republic. I was right. Ah, look at, look yeah. at you. Look at you, Ass. Yeah. I thought, because I ain't going to lie, I was about to clown your geography for a minute. Like, <laughs> he was like, I think it was by right. It was right next door. I promise but you. Yeah, my, buddy, my my co worker actually was one. He went He went to both the, uh, he went to the Hawks game because mm-hmm. the, the Hawks game was like three days before. And then he, he flew into London and, and caught the Bears game. Man, yeah, that's what, it, was, mean, it was like an hour flight. It I was, ain't gonna lie, man. I felt a little embarrassed. You like I had been to Europe. I was like, my passport is stamped, right? But I was like, man, I ain't made it. To Europe. But I was, hey, that was my first time in Europe. It took yeah, it man. took the Bears going to London to get me to Europe. So uh, they they don't don't game? feel bad. No, they, they didn't. Win. No, oh, we, sorry, we, yes. we walked out very uh, very I, sad. I, I, I was trying to remember. I don't think I didn't think they won that game. Uh, we, it was a good game though. It was a good game. Now, yeah, we lost. And there was a lot. It was a lot of Bears fans there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, I go yeah. to Bears people, this year. People I ain't seen in years. I saw in London in London for a Bears game. That's <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's hilarious. crazy. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So, so again, check out CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, and also check out the Super Duper Pie. We'll do our best to give you our perspective of it. But again, uh, you know, just just praying that we make the best decisions to uh, deal with Russia the right way, so they don't. Start flexing and try to invade other countries and places and spaces. Cause you know, I've been talking about billions because I've been watching billions, binge watching billions. But again, that first move ain't all ain't the ain't the main move, man. And that's that's the what that's what concerns me. Like, what's the main move? Like, what is this trying to get us off balance? Or what are we trying not to see? You know what I'm saying? That's 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 all I can think of. So that's I'm hoping the U.S. folks that are in charge of this kind of stuff and their pay grade and their clearance grade is way, 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 way higher than ours is that they uh, they on the job. They're getting some rest. They're leaving their side pieces alone for a couple of weeks so they can focus and uh, do what they have to do to keep us all safe. And shout out to our military uh, because they're going to be involved in some level to keep the men and women safe out there. Uh, next thing. Ed, so this is something you didn't know about, man. This is from Mashable.com. Truth Social is finally here. Well, sort of. According to Mashable.com, this is former President Donald Trump's very own social media platform. Officially went live in Apple App Store on Monday on President's Day. Look at Trump. Look at Trump trying to do that marketing. However, the launch of Truth Social has not been pretty. Bugs, long wait list. It's a wait list, bro. Like 200,000 people are on a wait list for this thing. And various other problems have left people asking a lot of questions. 
This comes with the territory, though. Truth Social is a Donald Trump product, after all. Burn! After Trump was booted off Twitter and Facebook in the aftermath of the pro-Trump mob storming the Capitol building on January 6th, it seemed like only a matter of time before he disseminated his daily thoughts and opinions through a new medium. His blogging didn't work. Then in October 2021, he announced that his long-anticipated social networking platform, Truth Social, was on the way. And that's when Truth Socials began. Social troubles began. Trolls immediately found the unreleased version of the site, which wasn't supposed to be public, and defaced it with fake accounts and memes like pig poop balls. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. Yo, Trump, Trump, Trump is the king of saying relevant, dude. I mean, him and Kanye are about the same in that regard. Like, they can just stay in the news just because, man. And, and I'm not surprised when they kicked him off of Twitter. I was like, oh, he's going to make his own. I mean, we, we've always thought he's going to make his own network, social media platform, what have you, right? But it's just, it. this is something. And I'm sure people just downloaded it just to see what it was. I doubt he was going to have high engagement from it. But, you know, she got some people to back him, right? This wasn't cheap. Um, you know what I'm saying? You'd never know. I wonder what goes into making a social media platform. Because, you know, we, we've all watched the Facebook movie. And we know what Facebook is now, right? But back then, it was just some folks from college. And it's user-generated. And now it now it's a juggernaut that it is, right? I feel like Trump's thing was just, you know, to say I made a social media platform and here it is, right? It didn't seem like it was going to be a place that was user generated. It was just more platform for him to say whatever the heck, whatever the heck he wanted to say and call it. Has he has he said anything on it? It ain't working yet, man. It ain't you know. Uh, it's sure it, can't, it can't can't get um, out. Okay. I don't think he liked Tom, but Tom was your first friend. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's like that. So it's My just, man, Tom. <laughs> he was everybody's friend, man. That was a cool well, cat, I, man. Well, no, how he's doing? Well, he's doing well. Got to, got to be all right, man. Yeah, man. I, he never pops up in my memories on Facebook. I, 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 I've been looking yeah, for him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We never have but a friend was, anniversary. Nothing. Very, very nice guy. He seen. He was man on everybody's page. Everybody's page. Did man. you have a? But did you, you know, have a MySpace? I did. I did have a MySpace. I remember getting in trouble because you had that feature of uh, you putting your favorite friends up there. Like, you know, you can put like four or six people yeah. that were your top friends. And he was like, why not your friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, I had to put eight. And then how come my angel time friend? Yeah. You know, that kind of got me in a few. I uh, had a I had a blank MySpace page. It was it was like my Instagram now. <laughs> well, at least you're consistent, my brother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just you're not you're not with the MySpace. Nah, uh, nah. Hey, were you on Black Planet? I was on Black Planet. And it you was just like account. my MySpace page and my Instagram oh, page now. Yeah. Yeah, we know yeah. we know people who was so I remember shout out, shout out uh uh to the boss. Marshall. Well, no, Marshall. Yeah. Marshall was the Marshall was the Black Planet, what were they like the guy of the day? For so real? Fe- yeah, yeah. He was That's like featured nationwide. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like you shout popped up the Marshall. page, and it was like the, the Black Planet person of the day or something you like think that you know somebody else yeah. celebrity walks among yeah. us look at that yeah. man yeah. everybody wild. everybody was in his black planet i guess what, what do you call them? dms uh what bro, they, um, bro back I, in the day i don't I know don't what you know. called them uh-uh. I, I feel like when black planet was happening i didn't maybe i just didn't have a personal computer 
I didn't. You know what I'm saying? In college, I only had the school joint. I had to go to the school. So I, I don't think I set up. An, I mean, even like I said, I set up one. But I was like, no, I'm just, I'm just here to study and leave. Uh, but shout out to the boss. He had an account. Yeah. <laughs> he was a king of that joint. And uh, man, Black Planet, boy. I mean, you just think about the think about the stuff that people were getting into back then compared to what's happening now, right? I mean, wow, black planet, black, black man of the day. That's I got great. a yeah, I got I got a story for you offline. I can't. I can't. Oh tell yeah, it offline. I got a story about, keep about about black planet. Yeah, but now I, you know social media platforms. I guess you. Can, I guess you can make one a new one, right? It happens all the time. Like, remember Clubhouse was all the rage? Wow. Yeah, what I happened to that? Club, I haven't club I, heard. I, Anybody I, talk about Clubhouse? Not, I mean, and it was like, it was rolling in the beginning. But that's, you know, as I get older, I realize that's how most things happen. Like, I, I, I won't lie to you. Sometimes I'll be like, man, why didn't I think of that? They getting all this funding and everybody wants it. And then, like, in six months, you don't hear about it no more, man. Yeah. You know? Because, like, truly, everybody was running the Clubhouse. It was only on Apple. You know, everybody was all like, you know, I'm on, the, I'm on this clubhouse chat room, yada, yada, yada. And now that's it. So, like, like, you know, I guess you can start your own social media platform, but then can you make it stick around? And of course, right. you know, my man Zuckerberg, he's going to take your idea fast and <laughs> flip that name around and you'll never be useful again, bro. Um, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, who knows what works. But shout out to Trump. I knew this probably wasn't going to work, but, you know, I'm sure he'll still be in the news and maybe like some, you know, some uh, right wing, whatever, buy it up and, you know, at least flip it out. Trick it might out be, for him, so he it might works. be in the clink clink soon. Yeah, man. Do you think? Nah, man, again, he's like, again, another uh, reference. He's like Bobby Axelrod, those for them dudes. He, he gonna get out the clutches. No, <laughs> I, I just don't see it. Because if they couldn't get him before, dog, he, you know, he Barry Sanders of this thing, man. <laughs> Straight up. Uh, last thing before we get out of here. So this episode will wrap up our Black History Month, but we hope you can celebrate Black History Month. That's very important to us. Uh, there's a story on the New York Times by Esau McCauley. And, you know, just kind of talks about just Black History Month and just kind of, you know, how it reveals the true neg- nature of America. And, you know, he talks about uh, his perspective and how it changed over the years, like his first phase when he was growing up, like it was about the most famous first and prominent blacks, right? Like that's, he, he, he was like, wow, you know, uh, Carver has so many uses of the peanut and it's all these people who were like prominent blacks and the first to do the X, Y, and Z. And he was making a list of all the people who were the first to do this and that. Then in phase, you know, the second phase of his life, he, notice black history as more of a corrective kind of uh, process. It's like, you know, we keep chasing first because many of our accomplishments were stolen. That's a quote from his, the article, right? So we, keep, we talk about this first person to do X, Y, and Z because, you know, they weren't mentioned in the previous history books or, you know, we didn't know about these things. Like again, something like uh, the town in Oklahoma, it's Black Wall Street, right? It's, it was pot, you know, people started talking about it in 2021 because it was the 100th anniversary. But think about how many years people had no idea that this black town was th- thriving and surviving, right? Um, the the movie Hidden Figures, right, about the women who helped in with you know get space and, and whatnot, and that was like not trying to be accredited until very years that various years down the line. So in the final phase, he talks about. He went to college and college showed him that African-American history is not about heroics or forgotten contributions, but about telling American history altogether. 
this is something that Dr. Williams, shout out to him, talks about often, right? African-American history, Black history is American history. And for whatever reason, it's always told separately, but it's really the same story. Uh, think about 1619 versus the Mayflower or 1776, right? It's a matter of where people want to start the history of America. But the truth is, truth, truly, is, you know, the slaves getting over here, right? That's the big economic source of labor right there. And that's, that's a real part of America. Uh, and the, a point this article makes is Americans have not been taught enough about anti-Black racism. I thought that was a very powerful point. It's almost like we never want to say that this America was anti-Black when it really was. Like when you read about, if you even stopped at Reconstruction, I say everything was cool after Reconstruction, that's still worth them you know, get, getting the charge of like, you know, arrested against a, attacking a group of people, right? But so many things, even to now, right? It's still, that's something we feel like that's something we can't say about America, like it makes America look bad, but it's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's really made, this is what, that's a part of, of this country's history, the anti-Black racism. Like it affects how things were done, made, seen, right? Rules, regulations. That's a real thing. And that's something that should be discussed and should be talked. That's what we talk about in other countries, right? I mean, we get to, we talk about this full, the full story of other countries, but it's almost like, it's almost like a family history where you don't want to talk about the bad part of your family or you're not, you don't know it until you get older. But it's like, I wish I'd have known this years ago, right? Or even it's not, maybe it's not so bad, but it's just the truth. Like sometimes the truth helps you just see who you really are. You know, some sometimes the truth is bad, sometimes it's great, but it gives you a full glimpse of what you really come from or what you're really part of. Uh, a quote from the from the article: If we are indeed a part of this nation, then our lives and experiences have a claim on our national narrative. And again, you know, we talk about Black History Month, and then it's just kind of the you know people will say the rest of the year is White History Month, right? I don't necessarily subscribe to that, but I understand where that <laughs> comes from. Right. Well, because the thought is you talk about this black history specifically here and then these other people the rest of the year. But all it's like truly all this history is part of the American history. It's, it's like you can't tell it the correct way without mentioning the black and brown people that help make the country what it is. But unfortunately, as you know, and as our listeners know, I'm not saying anything that's brand new. A lot of the history books and things that we talk about, you know, I mean, people still talking about the Civil War was over states' rights. It's like, nah, no, bro, it was not. Like that's still being taught out here. That, you know what I'm that, saying? That is not true. Yeah, it's still being taught, and uh, you know, and, and you know, we talk. My children were talking about. Uh, shout out to their, their school because Aiden came home and was like, "Hey, Dad, so Martin Luther King was great man." I said, "Yeah." And white people didn't like him, huh? I said, wow, you, you got right to it, huh, kid? <laughs> so, you know, I guess, well, white people did not like him. He's like, they want to kill us too? I said, man, what did y'all talk about at school today? You know, but, you know, that was unapologetic. And that was the real. You know, when George Floyd, when George Floyd was murdered, right, in the riots, well, protests were happening, uh, you know, and it was all the uprisings across the city. You know, their mom and I sat them down and we, we talked about it. It was like, should we tell the truth? And I was like, we definitely should because it's time out for lying to them because we're not teaching them the right way, right? We have to teach them that, no, all police aren't bad. You know, you, you got to look out. You, you want to know what a police officer is, you're in trouble. However, 
this is what's happening out here. And this is why this is a bad thing because the people you're supposed to look to to help are killing and hurting black people. That was just, that's just the truth. That's a statement, a very true statement that has been proven by the videos that we have, right? That's not a, that's not knocking police. That's not forgiving criminals or anything else. That's just a very true statement. One we have to explain, right? And that we have to say, we have to talk about being black, why that's, well, that's a different thing. Well, that's a cultural thing. Why you're lighter than, you know, you are light skinned, daddy's brown, papa's a little browner than daddy. But why is this all black culture? Why does this matter? And how does that fit into the rest of the history, right? Because even as a black person, you sometimes, well, I'll speak for myself, you feel outside of history, right? Because you're, you're this line of demarcation, right? Well, we'll talk about you here in this section for three weeks you can cover these other figures across very other various other disciplines should i mean technically these all were happening at the same time these people existing at the same time should we discuss at the same time right now everybody isn't like dr williams where culturally it matters to them and they have the one the the they're bright enough they're knowledgeable enough to put the whole system together and to explain it in a way that everybody gets it, right? Well, he talked about on, on this episode about the uh, about how many women weren't in the um, in Congress or in the Senate, or just about the number of black con- you know congressmen or black senators that were just that have existed across the entire um, existence of the country, right? Very minimal number, but for whatever reason, that's not talked about until Black History Month. But that's a, that's something that affects the entire year. Um, so I, I suggest everybody check out the story by Esau McCauley on the New York Times. It was very interesting and very powerful. Again, it, it, his, the way his pers- perspective changed on Black history. I can honestly say mine, mine has been the very same way, right? It's just we talk about time. It's like the first name is Blacks and then let's, you know, correct those, the, the, acknowledge the people who are not acknowledged and then just really just be honest about this country and what it is because like i say is man i love being american when i when i'm out of the country when i'm in customs i'm looking at that red line that says welcome back to america and i don't care what they say if i got a problem i'm running okay and i figure it out on the u.s side okay not on this cuban side you did i'll figure it out over there all right <laughs> i'm a good guy look me up i just i was scared i had to make it home you know but the truth is the truth America has not always been kind to many of its citizens, uh, and it still affects us to this day. So Black History Month isn't just about, you know, it's not just this one moment. It's, it's a reminder. Dr. Williams says a story bears repeating. It's a reminder that we should keep telling these stories because everybody, they're, they're not hearing these stories just because we know it, just because we've heard it doesn't mean it still doesn't bear repeating. So, you know, I know this is toward the end of Black History Month, but I encourage you and implore you to weave this throughout the entire entirety of your year. There's so many places and spaces, uh, you know, you got the Dusaba Museum here in Chicago. Shoot, even at the Museum of Science and Industry, they have uh, exhibits that focus on African-American history. I got to get to D.C., man, to get to the African-American yeah, History too. Museum. Like, I got I to get there, dude, because it's just, I'm mean, here, you got to spend a couple of days in there to really to really feel that thing, man. We were talking about doing a family trip there. I'm going to take my parents and my sisters and taking the kids. You know, kids will be, 
uh, 10, maybe they'll be 11 or so when they can see it and really like understand it. I think now they might even be able to get it right because we talked it through, but that's something we all should understand. And all you know, I, I know people don't like slavery movies, but you really gotta see it. Like, you know, they'll, they'll sometimes show images of the real stuff they had uh, black people wear and slaves wear, like the yeah. harnesses, like stuff is wild, like dog, yeah. somebody really. You really put somebody in this? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it still had to have them to work. Like, yo, this is crazy. I thought it was fine. Thought it was fine. No, had no problem with it. Yeah, man. It's it's like you know I've I've shared I shared this on the pod, man. You know my obviously my last name is Griggs, but you know my last name really isn't Griggs. Like, there's a whole story behind like my grandfather's last name was could be different. My mother's. Last name could that on my my maternal grandfather's last name could be different. It's like I really know what my real last name is, bro. And like you know, maybe it can get corrected. But think about the people who literally were just ripped from their families and just got here and was like, yeah, we don't know where your sister is, where your wife is, where your children are. That's the beginning of your life in this whole new brand brand new country, man. Yeah, yeah. you know. And so that you can't tell me that doesn't affect and permeate throughout bloodlines and get through history, you know, because it didn't just stop there. It, it literally is continual to this day. Right. And now, thankfully, we have the resources and we have more allies that are allowing us to be to get more justice to to acknowledge some of these wrongs that have happened in the past. But that doesn't mean we should quit or that it's over. Kind of like this pandemic. Hey, oh. But, uh, you know, definitely, man, I, I encourage you all to continue celebrating Black history whatever way you can. Again, these stories on the New York Times by Dr. Esau McCauley. And also check out the previous episode with Dr. Williams. Um, the story bears repeating on the Super Duper Pie. That's a great check out. You want to say something? No. Okay. Oh, that's that about to be coming, man. No. So, um, but that's our show today. Has I missed anything? I try. <laughs> See? Wait, wait, you said I, I wasn't going to say one thing. <laughs> I was waiting for that moment there. Gotcha, gotcha. I missed anything? One thing, just to, just to, uh, just to stay on the Black History Month thing, my, uh, my two-year-old uh, nephew taught me something about Black history. Okay. Uh, he let me know, and he said it just like this. George Crumb, a Black man, invented the potato chip. <laughs> Shout out to nephew. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? I, I did not know that my two-year-old nephew taught me that. So, uh, so yeah. Shout out! Shout out to to my man Brady. And listen, man. You know, I will say this: the, the chipmunks today. You know, all of them had something in their bag at school that they learned some of Black history, and their teachers are white. And you know, I, I I salute and I applaud the schools that my children go to, man, because you know, it really was like they ain't got to do it, right? And people ain't doing it. You know what I'm saying? And they are. And I will also say to my, about my son's school, they do a lot of stuff throughout the year that's like, it's not, it may not just necessarily be black history, but it's like all types of people. They learn it out throughout all the, the entirety of the year. I just want to teach, you know, teach my children just to respect other people. That's how you want to, you want to be respected. You got to respect other people, yep. what they learn, how they live. That's just how this goes, man. Um, so, you know, that, that's cool that the youth are learning. And we got to know it too, man. You know, we got to teach them. This is this is this stuff is real important, man. Like these stories got to live on. This passion has to live on. We have to continue to make it matter, not just to us. If it matters to us, it will matter to them. 
You know what I mean? That's right. Um, that and I think that's that's how we have to do it. It's never, and I really want us to give back to connecting to generations before us. You know what I'm saying? Like hearing their perspectives, kind of what they went through. Like you know, that matters, man. You know, because then you you kind of you can then you have a different perspective on your space. You know, you're like, wow, it, it could be worse. It was actually worse. Right? It was, yeah. And, and, and not you, that long ago. Not that long ago. And you guys successfully got through it. You made it and you're here, right? And so now, now I see why you're so upset when people don't take advantage of voting, right? I see why you're so upset people don't want to go to school. It's like, dog, I, I had no choice. We had, we were fighting for this. People were hitting us in the head with bricks, right? right? You see those you see those pictures of uh, the kids going to school? Like, it's, it's a meme that says, the people that don't want your kids to learn about critical race theory are the same people that don't, that don't want you to know that they were fighting for this little girl to go to school. And it'd be the picture of the young lady who was integrating schools, right, right back in the right. 50s, 60s and getting cussed out and had National Guard out there. It's like, dog. And then, you know, and we don't want to, you know, go to work, do our jobs and, you know, vote. That, that, that's why I vote. For that very reason, people legit died to vote. Right, I, I can't Mine take it lightly, well. man. Mine I can't well. take it. I can't take it lightly, man. So um, that's our show for today. Again, we thank you for listening to the Super Duper Pod. Again, bonjour to those in France. That's all I got. Uh, but thank you for checking us out here on the Super Duper Pod. We do not take your listens lightly. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Super Duper Pod. It's S U P A D U P A P O D. And online at hp53productions.com. Again, we thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves and each other. This is the Super Duper Podcast. Or do the case stand for kamikaze? The Jay Silent is everywhere you can feel them falling. Sure, lately I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This said, How you know you ain't perfect? Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you're blessed. I woke up.